never know. You never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. And the, the smallest act of kindness in any aspect could completely change somebody's world. Uh, you know, I, and once I mean I, I just I am who I am, and I have always the more I, I realize it, the more I've always led with love. I'm Jason Johnson, and thank you for pressing the play button. Here at Own Your Space, we are a community. A community of like-hearted, like-minded leaders. We share our story with one another. We learn from one another. We grow. That's what life's about. We're all on a journey, getting better, learning, and growing. And on this episode, I invited Eric Brothers to join me because I wanted to learn about his story and what he's passionate about. And over the next 35 minutes or so, you're going to hear from Eric talk about his journey, what he's been through, where he's going, how he's helping people. You're going to hear him talk about his discovery, self-discovery, learning, and helping people move forward. And that's part of who he is. He's passionate. He's learning to find his voice and be purposeful. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for pressing the play button. Here's my conversation with Eric Brothers. I'm originally from Massachusetts. Uh, my parents worked for a gun company that you may have heard of, uh, Dan Wesson, um, Wesson Firearms, kind of uh, kind of something like Smith & Wesson, just not as big. They actually, I believe they went out of business. Um, so I lived in, Mass- in Western Massachusetts for um, about, I don't know, 16 years. That was a freshman in high school. I moved to Houston, Texas for two years, went from Houston um to southern california for my uh, junior senior year went to united states marine corps from there um you know i've traveled all over i've i joked i said uh, you know i say i've been from the streets of baghdad to the top of mount fuji um you know i got married really young and got married and divorced uh, to not a bad person just somebody who you know, we were married young and we just didn't jive, right? Yep. Um, then that was in California. Then I moved uh, to Massachusetts and uh, met my current wife now who, um, you know, we run, uh, we have a business. We have a brick and mortar gym that we built up for nine years from 900 square feet and about $6,000 every dollar that we had um, until... Uh, from no members all the way up to at one point we had like 900 something members we bought commercial property this it was supposed to be our dream then COVID hit shut us down we lost all our members Um, so we're currently rebuilding that right now but in the meantime we built an online platform uh, where it's like under the influence where we do online coaching nutrition mindset shifting all that wonderful jazz, you know, we, we approach it in a, in a different aspect. A lot of people uh, um, approach a healthy lifestyle in the, 
in the realm of how do you say it? Um, oh, you, you know, you can outwork a bad diet or just do more cardio, or just run more. And uh, we address it more from the mental mindset um, a shift. You know, um, we have uh, four pillars, really, where it's uh, in this significant order. It's, uh, you know, sleep mindset, then nutrition and then exercise last and not that exercise is any less important. But if you don't sleep well, then it just kind of trickles down, you know. Um, yeah. Bad mind, and then you make bad choices in the kitchen and whatnot. <clears throat> so that's kind of currently what we're doing right now. Uh, I've been married for the 22nd will be nine years. We have a six-year-old son, and um, you know, life is is who we are. You know, uh, my uh, my superpower, in all honesty, which I'm learning to flex more is I'm, I'm, I'm quite the emotional person. And when I control them, uh, I'm pretty damn good at, uh, at loving on people. Uh, and, and I truly believe, cause I've always been really raised to, uh, it's always better to be respected than liked um, because, you know, everybody, everybody knows that guy who walks into the, uh, walks into the party or walks into the office that everybody quote unquote loves and says hi to. And as soon as he walks, away they're like oh my god that guy's such a jerk you know what I mean? he's an asshole <laughs> yeah. something like that right so you're, yeah. you're everybody's buddy because you show up to the party and you know and you say hi you slap vibes but then nobody really likes you and then there's always that guy that you know that everybody doesn't really talk to i hate to say he doesn't have a lot of friends but he's the one person that if you want the realness from or you know that if say like for instance if somebody was like oh eric said this you'd be like, no, it doesn't sound like it. And you pick up the phone and call because you respect me, respect whoever enough to be like, ah, to question it, right? Yeah. And that's that's always been my approach to life uh, because my father instilled it into me and I'm gonna instill it into my son that, you know, it's better to have people love you for you and respect you for you than it is for everybody to love you because you show up to the party and you, not that I drink, I make a lot of drinking references, but not that I don't even drink anymore. But, you know, everybody shows up and buys the first round and the second round and everybody loves them, you know. Um, so that's 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 how I approach my loving on people. I, I, I approach everybody on a clean slate. I don't care what anybody has told me about them or, or whatever, because uh, um, really, if you do you want to be a everybody's got a free shot to be a part of my life uh, because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, every day you have a new choice to pull a new card, right? And actually really every moment you do, yeah. uh, you know, what your past is only going to weigh you down as long as you allow it to. Right. So, and, and other people's perspective, they don't walk in your shoes. So really how I bridge that gap of love and respect is I just, I look at everybody on a level, on a level field. You know what I mean? I really, I mean, I only, I only see like, I mean, I only see like two colors. I see green because it's military. So I got, I, my heart always gets pulled to that, you know, it's, and whether it's the army, Navy, Marine Corps, um, the Coast Guard, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what the Coast Guard does, um, but you know, the Coast Guard and all, and all that jazz, you know, I see that and I just, and I, and I, and I just see, uh, I don't know. I, my favorite color is blue. So I see blue love, you know what I mean? That's, it's really only two colors I see. And until you prove otherwise to me, I'm just going to love on you until I feel that 
you've either got a full cup and I can move on to somebody else and keep checking in on you, or your cup's got a hole in the bottom of it and you're an energy vampire, I suppose. That sounds proper, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just me and that's how I, I um, that's how I run my life. It's how, you know, um, I have a lot of baggage from uh, being a kid that have um, kind of driven me into doing more self-development, doing more growth to make a better tomorrow for my son. Uh, you know, um, I mean, I'm probably 40 in June and I'm just now beginning to build a good relationship with my family. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's a, just the, the cliff notes, short version of my life and who I am. You know, I grow every day. I, uh, have my non-negotiables, which is I write down my goals every morning, uh, you know, but, and I, um, I work out every day in some aspect because, um, well, what I failed to, to mention is that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to be a hundred percent service connected dis, uh, disabled veteran. Um, I struggle with depression and other aspects of PTSD on a daily basis. So instead of slamming bottles or uh, ripping bowls of, Cannabis, not that it's wrong, it's better than other things. Um, I choose to uh, hammer my, keep my hate monkeys, as I call them, at bay by working them out first thing in the morning so they're tired. And it helps me get through my day. And it wasn't always like that. There was times where, <laughs> man, there was times where I'd be at the bar on a Friday, Saturday night, buying everybody rounds of Patron and going home, not even half in the bag, full in the bag, you know. Um, but my life changed nine years ago when I met my wife and six years ago, it got even stronger when I had my son. And so I, um, that's what I do. Those are my non-negotiables, my goals every morning, telling my son that I love him at least 10 times before he goes to school and hammering out my workout before he gets up, you know? So that's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing all that. I mean, when awesome. you, when you say, when you say you're a, a savage with a lion's heart, that's exactly what you just said. I mean, you know, your, your will, your drive, your determination. And I'll tell you, Eric, I, I, I come from a long line of military family. I wasn't in the military. I have one brother. He was, I have one dad. He was my grandfather, my uncles, my cousins, all, all of it, uh, Marines, army, air force, uh, you know, Navy, all of it. I have a huge, huge respect for the military. Um, it, you know, I just, I get emotional when I see people in uniform. Um, and I can't imagine, I can, I can't even, it's like me trying to imagine, you know, what a woman goes through having a baby. Like, I just, I'll never know. I'll never know what it's like to give birth. And I can't imagine on that same scale, what it's like to have those sacrifices that you make. You know, I hear people say all the time, thank you for your service. And absolutely, thank you for your service. But what I really feel is, is thank you for your sacrifices. Because I don't think a lot of people understand what sacrifices people make. And it's not just about the ultimate sacrifice. It's about what you leave behind, what you're not you know, doing what you're not um, being involved with, what you're missing out on. 
not just being on that front line, protecting our country. So that's when I say thank you, Eric, that's where that comes from. I mean, my, my heart goes out to you um, and, and, and your brothers and my brothers. Um, so anyways, I just had to get past that. <laughs> and I feel myself getting a little emotional here. So, um, uh, but yeah, man, uh, gosh, you said so much about uh, sleep, uh, mindset, nutrition, and then exercise. And it's, it's that rest. It's what you feed your mind, what you feed your body, and then what you do with it, right? Taking action at the end. I, I think that that's kind of the, the part of the four pillars. Yeah. You know, and exercise is so much more like people like they, if you, you say, oh, I'm going to go exercise. Right. Um, and people are like, oh, you know, whether it's a cardiovascular workout, a, a weight workout, um, stretching, yoga, whatever. But really, you can I mean, exercise is so many things. I mean, there's mental exercises that you do every single day, like breathing exercises. All that stuff is all sucked into one and it's one i hate to say big convoluted but it's really not convoluted but anything that you do on a repetitive basis that moves you forward you consider that exercise you know and yeah. um i mean people i mean when it comes to sleep you know people just they think that there's so this like oh i can make up like one of the biggest misconceptions is oh I'll, i can work 60 hours all week and i'll catch up with it on on saturday like you say like you said oh i, I sleep in an extra hour on saturday you know I mean, that's not that bad, but if you were to say that I'm going to, you know, work 60 hours all week and then on Saturday, I'm going to sleep in for 12 hours instead of eight, you really only, you have 24 hours to get your sleep cycles in. You, yeah. know, you don't really, you know, you don't like, you can't make them up. It's not like you don't put them in a bank and you're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I go in the red today and then tomorrow your body just doesn't do that. And sleep is so important. And that's why we have it as our top pillar, because I tell this all the time, like I have hundred percent legit I have gotten up to work in the middle of the night, um, left, like I weigh myself and, and I weigh myself and I weigh my food and kind of craziness, but I do. Anyways, and, and I have gone to work, eaten, eaten a whole meal, came home, weighed myself, actually I weighed myself, ate my food, went to work, came back and slept for like two more hours and lost like a pound. <laughs> You know, and because your body is, it needs that sleep to recover. And it just, that's how much sleep it could be a difference in a pound, you know, 30 minutes of sleep, you know, you got to get your, your getting the REM cycle and, and all that other jazz. So. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't really sure. think of it that way. Mm -hmm. And then if you're, I mean, when you wake up in the morning and you're tired, the first thing you think of, I mean, and you're already, you're already starting with a half filled cup, right? So then your mind's like, you're a little foggy, you're a little groggy. And so the first thing you do is you go and look, I mean, at least for me, I look for carbs to get that sugar fixed or like coffee. I love coffee. I actually use coffee as a pre-workout, but you start looking for those things to the sugar, the, um, you know, maybe an extra cream or an extra whatever to, to get those carbohydrates, to get your, yeah. your, your energy up that you're just going to crash. So there goes your nutrition. And then you don't sleep. You're gonna your your workout in the afternoon, your exercise in the afternoon is gonna lag if you do it then because you're already tired and you're like, ah, I'll just get it tomorrow. And then tomorrow turns into next week, turns into can't fit in your speedo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I drink my coffee black. I, I don't put cream and sugar in it. I love it black. I love a good bold flavor. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you when, when I started running in the morning, like okay, so I, I usually get about six hours of sleep at night. 
I, I go to bed around 10 ish and get up around four. Um, so on the weekend, usually I might stay up a little bit later watching a, a movie with my wife or some TV. And then, so I push it to five just so I still stay with that six hour sleep schedule. And I don't know if that's optimal or if I should be getting a full eight hours or whatever, but that's the way I operate, right? I, I get six hours. And I noticed that when I started running in the morning, man, after running, and then, you know, a mutual friend of ours talks about cold showers. And so mm -hmm. I, I started turning the water cold at the end of my shower. I've tried that a few times mm -hmm. and it's like every cell in my body is just screaming. And I'm just so wired that I, I go through the habit of making my coffee and I take it, but I don't like need it. <laughs> I just, I enjoy the flavor before I used to, before I started working out uh, or running in the morning, um, it was like, I needed my coffee to wake up and kind of jumpstart my day. Uh, but after I started doing the exercise, that breathing, that oxygen to the brain, that you almost get in a trance uh, when you're running because it's rhythmic, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of, so it's, I guess you could say it's a form of meditation. Um, it's just, uh, you know, so I run, I started running because my doctor said, you know, my cholesterol was getting high and she's like, Hey, we're going to have you back in three months. And if there's not progress, we're going to put you on some pills. And so I was like, I don't, I, I don't want to, no way. So I started running every day and I started eating healthier, you know? Um, and, and when I went back, it dropped significantly and she's just like, awesome. You know, and I had lost some weight was like the byproduct. It wasn't the the goal, the goal was to get my cholesterol down and not have to take pills. But then the, the, the benefit was, is like, man, I, I lost some weight. I'm feeling better. So I just continue to run. Um, and I'm, I, I'm glad I do it. Feeds the mind, feeds the heart. And isn't your mindset so much better now? I mean, like, just think about how different you look at yourself in, in the mirror, you know, because you've accomplished, it's like 10 cents a day. It's the, uh, the compound effect, you know, um, yeah. Totally, man. Totally. Weight loss was a, was, was a byproduct, you know, but with your sleep, what I would suggest with your sleep, like everybody's different. So I would go to bed. Like I would go to bed, say, if you go to bed at 10 o'clock, I would just sleep and not set an alarm and wait until you, until you wake up for a couple of times. And you find out like some people need six hours. Some people need eight. <laughs> I think my wife needs like nine you know <laughs> and that's just honest right and so once you find your where you naturally wake up then you just back into it from there so if you want to get up at four and you like you said six hours if six hours is optimal for you then you go to bed at 10 so but then you have to really go to bed you have to start planning to go to bed at 9 30 then you have to be in bed by 9 45 because you want to allow yourself 15 minutes to fall asleep yeah you know? um, yeah yeah i'm usually in bed by 9 30 so that 10 o'clock time is, I don't usually see the clock when it says 10. Um, and then, uh, and sometimes I do find myself waking up at like 3.50, 3.55, just before my alarm goes off. So it's, it's, I program my body that way, I guess. Um, works pretty good. Awesome. Love it. Absolutely love it. So yeah, man. So what else, what else you got going? Uh, well, what else do I have going in my life? And life is always growing. It's always, uh, you know, try. life happens for you, not to you. Yeah. It's all about, you know, um, I'm, I'm settling into uh, being, uh, finding my voice, 
um, and uh, being a, a strong leader, a strong father. Um, for a long time, I, uh, as I do more mental growth, more personal development, which I highly recommend to anybody, the stronger I get on in my abilities and my knowledge on who I am and my, my comfort zone. You know, I really, uh, after coming out of the Marine Corps, I mean, even before then, you know, from kids stuff, um, I just like I a lot, a lot of low self-confidence, a lot of, uh, you know, just being silent, not speaking my voice because I never felt like I really had anything to say. But the more I, I uh, lean into my superpower and, um, you know, in, instead of uh, trying to pull my weaknesses, I, uh, I really uh, play and I push on my, my strengths and it really helps me grow. So right now I'm, I'm finding my voice. That's really what I'm doing because everybody, I, and, and I, I believe I have my voice and I'm just trying to see what everybody else sees because I'm always afraid of dropping an F-bomb or offending somebody. And, but I really, I'm really good at being a dad. I'm really good at that. And so that's what I'm leaning on right now because the stronger I get in that and in understanding that, the stronger I'll be and I can impact more lives, you know? That's awesome. Honestly. Yeah, and I think just talking about it helps. Um, I'll tell you, Eric, I, I'm with you there. Um, this, you know, life, life is a journey, right? And it, there's not, it's not a destination. We're always learning. We're always growing. We're always discovering. And I've always thought a certain way, but until this past year, I really started just saying, saying what's on my mind. And I, and it comes from a place of love and, and it, and by speaking my mind, it sparks conversation. And I've always had, I mean, going back, I'll be, I'll be 47 in January, going back to the age of 14, people recognize things in me that, that I didn't know about myself that are relative today and it's leadership. People said, oh, you should, you should go run for, you know, student council or student government, whatever. And I'm like, really? Like, that's dumb. And they're like, no, we people follow you. People, people do what you do. And and I never really gave it much thought at all. And um, and I'm I'm so grateful to have had that teacher in my life that kind of just kicked my butt into in saying, you know, go fill out the application or whatever, you know, go sign up. Because then it really took a turn in my life when I needed it. My parents had just gotten divorced, had just been relocated to a new city from San Antonio to Phoenix. My life was a mess. I was, I felt abandoned. I felt, you know, all this stuff that I had to deal with and it gave me purpose. And when I realized that I could be purposeful for others, um, it, it just helped. It helped me so much. Like I would, we talk about pouring out from our cup and, uh, and making sure you fill it up. But when you pour from your cup and it's purposeful and it makes people feel happy, that's what fills my cup back up, feeling that energy from those people. And it's just this cycle that's freaking awesome. I mean, you know, it doesn't happen every day, but when it happens, you know it and you can feel it and you want more of it. It's like a drug, you know, but it's a good one. It's love. And um, 
you know, so you talk about finding your voice. That's been my journey this past year, man. It really has. And then we, you know, we have a group that we get together with and, um, you know, Ryan gave me the opportunity to have the, the stage for, for, you know, half an hour or so. And, and to get some of that feedback was just stuff that I, it was good to hear. It was cause I don't, I don't get feedback a lot. And, and if you don't get feedback, you don't know where you're at. And I, you know, for you, man, you're, you, you say you're, you know, like, like a lion uh, with a lion's heart and it's truth. I mean, you're, you're, you've got this energy that's powerful, but like you said, you're the best damn father there ever was, or, or you know, that you're going to be, because that's like, that's like your superpower And being a father is a hundred percent about love, about nurturing and caring and guiding. And just, it's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this year has this this last past year has been quite uh, it's been pretty interesting, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> um, probably about three months ago now, uh, I had quite a traumatic experience. Nevertheless, not to go into that because this is a positive thing, but it's kind of uh, pushed me into a new direction on, you know, it's kind of when you're put to the fire, it's either shit or get off the pot. And it's, it's really pushed me into flexing my voice, leaning into my strengths and not so much of focusing on my weaknesses. Um, and so that has really helped with my fathering skills because I am, I never give myself enough credit and the shit that I do naturally, I brush off, you know, like Ryan had said about, you know, Bethan and I, like, I just, it's just natural to me. It's just natural to me to, to walk into my house. And, and the first thing I do is I yell at my son, I'm like, come here, Mr. Brothers, give me a hug. And that little kid's <laughs> faster than me, he runs and I got to catch him. And I, and I wrestle with him and I'm like, I'm going to tell you a secret. And he's like, I already know you love me more, but you don't. And he runs away. You know, that's natural to me, but people see that or, and I, or, or I'm at a store and I'm like, come here, Mr. Brothers. And I hold my son's hand because I don't want anybody to steal him because he's the most precious thing to me. And people are like, I've had people stop me and be like, wow, you are, you know, like, you know, you're, you're amazing, right? I've had ladies like and, and guys, but and not really guys so much, but ladies. And it, to me, it's just natural. So I need to be able to express that in a way and accept it and be like, yo, that's not normal. Unfortunately, you know, it's not normal to no phones at the table you know, it's not normal for families these days to sit down and have a family movie or have dinner together, you know? And so I'm working on expressing that and, and, and leaning into that because that's what I'm really, really good at because it's just natural to coddle my family, to protect my family, you know? Um, and like one thing that's super, like you talk about being like, I'm a veteran, I'm a disabled vet, you know, that, and, um, and you say how it, like it holds like close to you and appreciative, you know? One thing that this last, like these last three months, like I'm, I'm in the works. I'm going to, I'm going to crack open a, pro, and hopefully next year we'll see how everything goes. Um, but I'm going to, I'm starting a clothing line with some, with some uh, close people in my life. And the goal is to blow it up so much that I want to, um, by the time I, uh, this is my purpose uh, is I'm very fortunate to have very good insurance. 
and I'm very fortunate to be able to get the, the, the resources and stuff that I need and the ability to accept help from people. And so I want, you know, I'm, I'm going to take as much, I want to make as the biggest impact and I want to fund a charity by the time I die that I can give a hundred million dollars to uh, help treatment and research for disabled veterans and their families or just veterans in general for mental health because it's such a it's such a shitty situation and you see those shirts around I don't know what, what, why I'm saying this but I do know why you know you see the shirts around that says like 22 veterans a day kill themselves yeah. and that shit's crazy that's crazy because you know the resources are out there the it's just crazy that somebody at 19 years old can go and sacrifice, like you say, and come home and be lost and get lost in the, in, in the numbers um, or, or feel like they have this ego or nobody's there to help them. Um, so that's, that's really my purpose is I'm going to, and that's my driving force to, to flex my, my voice and to flex my abilities is to build a brand that's big enough that you know, we could take some veterans off the streets and we can give them the resources for free that they can't afford because they're lost. And I was lost for a long time, man. I beat the shit out of my liver for a long time, man. A long time until I picked up a book and then I got married the second time. But nevertheless, that's, that's a little on the other side. No, man. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because uh, you get you get this energy inside of you, and you want to help people. And right now, you're doing it through helping people to focus on you know sleep, uh, nutrition, uh, mental you know mindset, uh, and and then the action that that you do throughout your day. And you know it's that it's that love that that resonates from your core, and. Um, it, you know, it's, I, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter what you do in life. Just, you know, there, that's what makes it beautiful is that we have all these different people that give what they have inside their love in whatever is meaningful to them. And then people get to benefit from it. And, you know, you've been on this journey about, you know, nutrition and, you know, under the influence and, and all this stuff. And that's, that's part of your, that's part of your journey. That's part of your learning. That's part of uh, you becoming you. And then at your core, being a, a dad and being a vet and caring about this craziness of 22 people, 22 vets a day getting lost, you know, whether it's in a bottle or, or in a needle or whatever, just, oh, man, I can feel it from you. I can feel it from you. I just, uh, I'll tell you what, man, when you, when you start your, your clothing line, send me a link. I'm all in brother. I'm all in. Uh, I love that, that, that charity. I love, I'll, I'll wear it. I'll support it. I'll talk about it. Um, and there's, and there's a, there's a million other people out there that'll do the same. That's, I'm a, that's my purpose. Yeah. Traumatic experiences push you in the directions where you don't particularly expect to be going. But um, a long time I didn't know who I was, but I know who I am now 
and I know what I'm really good at. And, and I do joke. I mean, it's not really a joke. I say I read the first one of my goals every single day or my IMs, my affirmations is that you know, I'm a savage with a lion's heart and my voice will lead me to success because um, I am, you know, um, I, I love every day now. And my goal is to, uh, you know, our goal at Under the Influence is really to, uh, our vision is to impact the world with a new perspective on how and why to prioritize our health. And whether that's mental health, whether it's physical health, whether it's relationship health, whatever we can do. And the only way I can do that and help people is to lead from the front, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Well, listen, man, um, I appreciate so much you we you know yesterday i reached out and i'm like let's do it and you said let's do it let's get on tomorrow let's go and um i appreciate your time i appreciate you uh talking about your story your journey um who you are the things the things that matter to you um and obviously we're we're connected uh you know weekly if we if we have the opportunity to to jump in and and be part of uh, ryan's group and um but I just want you to know, man, that you've got my support. I love, I love your, your passion. I love your mission. I love your lion's heart. Um, you know, and, and I'll tell you, you might cross paths with somebody that doesn't really get the whole, you know, vet thing, but they might be a better dad after leaving your presence, you know, and that's just, just those micro moments, those, those little moments that, um, you know, people, you know, cross paths with and you you have that brush of of love um those those are people like you said people in the grocery store you know might mention something they go home and they they talk about it that's your energy extended into their lives yeah you, know, you never know you never know what somebody's going through yeah the, the smallest act of kindness in any aspect could completely change somebody's world uh you know and once i mean i i just i am who i am and i have always the more i realize it i've always led with love but even when you hop on the phone with somebody it's the greatest thing like i always make sure that the first one i mean whoever i'm calling they're like oh you know it's kmart blah blah blah. and i'm like hey how are you doing today and they're like fine how are you and it just turned their whole perspective around and I usually get people to laugh because I joke with them, you know, because they could be having a completely shitty day. And then you just ask them how they're doing. They're like, well, this is my 10th call in the last hour and nobody's asking how I am. You know what I mean? That's why I'm really not to get political. I hate the masks. You can never see people smiling. So yeah. it looks pissed off. Yeah. You know, all you see is their eyes, you know, and, and you can't change somebody's life. I mean, you can look them in the eye, but then it's weird. But it's, nothing's like a smile or a high, you know. It's the simple things in life, man. It's the simple things. Life gets so busy Mm -hmm. and uh, just, you know, how often do people say, how are you doing? And that alone is like earth shaking to some people because they're so focused. They're so driven that nobody's ever asked them, how are you doing? Or they haven't given any thought because they're determined. But it's like slowing down and seeing the sunshine for a moment. And then it's like, take a breath. How am I doing? Appreciation. Yep, absolutely. All right, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a good one. And uh, I'll catch you later.
Absolutely, sir. You have an amazing day. You too. Thanks, Eric. Absolutely. Bye, sir. And that's our episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation with Eric as much as I did having it with him. It's so obvious that being a dad is one of the most important things in his life. And he had so many things that he said that are useful to all of us with getting the right amount of sleep, having the right mindset, focusing on the things that we put in our body, and practicing, exercising, and moving forward. And I really appreciate Eric talking about his struggles with PTSD. There's so many people out there going through the same thing. If you think that they might find value in this, forward the episode on to them. Have them reach out, connect with Eric. He is a savage with a lion's heart. The way he carries himself is raw and authentic. He wears his heart on his sleeve. And as Eric said, you never know what somebody's going through. So lead with love, be kind, and be blessed, my friend. Thank you for tuning into the show. I appreciate appreciate you pressing the play button. Hope you have a beautiful day. Check out the show notes. Connect with Eric. Connect with me. Own your space.